Oh boy, ho, 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 Christmas and the holidays is definitely in full gear, and this podcast will prove it, Gurgle Blargans and Nargle Durgans. Uh, at the end of the podcast, yours truly, me, your host, Harlan Williams, will be singing a Christmas carol to you. From the bottom of my heart, from the bottom of something, I'll be singing a Christmas carol to you. Uh, so hang on for that at the end of the show. Also, we'll be playing a Christmas carol that the censors don't want you to hear anymore. Yeah, it's, it's a Christmas carol that has some questionable wording, according to certain people, and they want it banned. But it's not going to be banned here. We're going to play it. Also, we're checking in with Wally, the Christmas elf. He's Santa Claus's top elf. And you know it's Christmas when we call the North Pole and check in to see how things are going in the workshop. Uh, He's a busy guy, and he's taking some time out from his schedule to talk to us and give us an update about the upcoming Christmas season. So this will be amazing. Also, uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to give you my secret recipe for a hot, fun, cool Christmas party. Yeah, it's something I do every year. And uh, I'm going to tell you how I do it and how it's done and how you can have lots of fun with it. But for now, let's focus on the fun right here. This is the Harland Highway. Do you know my name? It's on the marriage certificate. I've never seen you before in all my life. Hold on to your airbag. You heartless, heartless monsters. All of you through and through. You're riding down the Harland Highway. see a fallen star, that means a witch has just died. You clumsy idiot. The Harland Highway. All I want is to hear people say something again and to see people moving again. I'm Floyd Bernie, the rockabilly boy. Don't you understand? You're listening to Harland Williams. I can't be your daughter. I'm a machine. Man, you've been dead a thousand years. Why, George, I think he's got it. You're riding down the Harland Highway with Harland Williams. What's up, Doc? Mister, if you don't lose, you're gonna lose right now. Don't leave me here. Well, it's that time of year, boys and girls. It's that time of year when joy and love and sharing and giving fill our hearts. It's that time of year when. Christmas lights go up and cards are put in the mail and people wave and say hi to each other and act nice and friendly and (gasps) it's Christmas time everybody oh joy oh merciful joy oh my god in all seriousness yes it is Christmas time and you know we like to celebrate it here on the Harland Highway it's that special time of year, and next week we're we're gonna have the Harland Highway Christmas Santa Claus Parade, as called by our expert com- color commentators, John and John, John Walters and and John Starter, John Waters. I think it's, is it John Waters, Roger? Yeah, John John Watt. Sorry, John. John Waters and John Starter. We'll be calling the, uh, the the floats as they come down uh, the highway. And they'll be, uh, you know, adding their flair to an already big and huge and 
beautiful event. Uh, also, we'll be uh, playing some Christmas songs. I'll probably sing my traditional Christmas carol to everyone before the big day. You know, I put my my head, my singing voice on the chopping block, and I, I sing a carol as a little present to everybody, you know. Um, and then also, I think we're going to visit... Uh, are we doing that right now, Roger? We're going to visit Santa's workshop? Yeah. And w- Wally, the, the elf's there, right? Yeah. It's, okay, so we do this every year. We, we have a direct line to Santa's workshop. And Wally, the head elf, the, the lead elf in the toy workshop, uh, gives us an update, gives us, keeps us abreast of how uh, things are going in the workshop, how the toys are coming along, all that stuff. So uh, can, can we go? You've got the connection now? Okay, well, we, we never really have it for that long because of the weather. So why don't we jump right in and get this Christmas season off with a, with a bang, the bang of a hammer, that is. And let's go right up to the North Pole and check in with Wally, uh, the Christmas elf. Oh, I, I can hear the workshop. Hey, hello, uh, Wally, are you there? Wally? Hello! Yes, there he is, Wally the elf. Uh, how are you, Wally? Well, I'm extremely busy if you want to know the truth, but uh, how are you? Well, uh, very good. Uh, m- Merry Christmas. Happy holidays, Wally. Well, thank you very much. Oh, my God. Hold on, Melvin. Melvin, get the hell away from the gingerbread man. No, you don't lay on top of him. No, you don't lay up. Just stop moving up and down. Oh, my God. He's humping the gingerbread man. Hello? Hello. Yes, Wally. Oh, my goodness. Santa had a little party for us. A kind of a, you know, welcome to the season party. And these damn elves, you know, every every one of them. Drunker than a, 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 an Arizona henhouse whore. Um, an Arizona henhouse whore, Wally? Yeah, you heard me. Oh my goodness, we got it's so busy here tonight, and so all these little elves of mine, you know, they got, I guess they got into the uh, sugar plum punch, and my God, they are t- t- half baked, twisted to the wind. These little freaks. Oh, so so there was a little uh, celebration, and it sounds like the uh, the elves uh, were a little too festive. A little? Oh my God! This place is—it's like I'm working with a bunch of crack addicts running around with hammers and screwdrivers. It's frightening. Oh, oh my God! Uh, well, how is the uh, progress going on the toys, uh, Wally? Well, we're doing what we can. I mean, have you ever tried to, you know, run a workshop full of, uh, you know, inebriated, uh, you know, three-inch tall freaks with curly shoes and uh, pointy ears? Well, I I haven't, no. Well, welcome to my world, for Christ's sake. Hold on. Melvin, I told you, stop humping that gingerbread man. No, get the hell off of him. Off. Get your kid off. My God. Wow. Um, yeah, wow is right. Have you ever seen a little elf's ass go up and down in the air? Um, yeah, and I, I don't know why. I don't know if his zippers, you know, rubbing up and down on that gingerbread man. The sparks coming off his groin. Sparks off his groin? You heard me. Oh, my God. Uh, Hold on. Oh, my God. What the hell are you? You get out of there. Oh, my God. 
my God. What is it, Wally? Ah, uh, two of the elves just, it looks like Carmine and Elwood just, ah, oh, for Christ's sake. They went into the gingerbread house and carved a glory hall in the wall for Christ. Get the hell out of there. Oh, a glory hall? Hold on. Get your candy cane out of that hall. You're supposed to be making toys for children, you sick pigs. Get back to work. Hello? Yes, Wally. What What? that's... Sounds like it's out of control there. Well, that's what the, you know, blame the fat guy. The fat guy? Yeah, the fat guy, Santa Claus. I mean, for Christ's sake, what what does he expect? You know, an hour before we go, we start open the workshop, he throws a, you know, let's go to work party. Okay. And he serves up these bowls of sugar plum punch that Mrs. Claus, you know, I think she spikes it with like illegal rum from Newfoundland or something. Oh my God! So these these elves are like seven tits to the to a fucking hen house whores Friday. A, a hen house whores Friday. You heard me. Wow. Well, is is this gonna uh, get in the way of of uh, you know getting everything done? Well, it's not, hold on. Here we go. Oh, here we there goes Tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks and Gob. Hang on. Okay, Wally. Tiddlywinks. What did I say? Get the gooey gumdrops out from under your shirt. Pull them out. I see them in there. And you, Garfunkel, stop squeezing his chest, okay? They're not real elf tits. Elf tits? They're not. Take the gooey gumdrops out from under your shirt, Tiddlywinks, and stop pretending you have elf tits. What? what? Wally elf tits? Oh, these idiots. You know, they're juiced up on... The, the big guy's sugar plum punch, right? Okay, yeah, I think you mentioned that. And so these idiot elves, they get the gooey jube jubes, you know, the big gumdrops. Okay. And they stuff them up under their elf shirts. All right. And it looks like they have bazongoids, you know? Bazongoids? You know what I mean, like Christmas crumble cakes. Yeah, you mean they look like women's? Yeah, Christmas crumble cakes. And they squeeze them and they think they're having fun with one of the female elves. It's disgusting. It's a Me Too movement, if you ask me. It's a Me Health movement. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, I'm glad you cut it off when you did. Yeah, well, someone's got to do it. That's my job. Now, oh, my God. Tiddly Winks. Hold on. Tiddly Winks. You put her down. Put her down. Put who down, Wally? Oh, for Tiddlywinks has got Malibu Bobby, and she's forcing her to give a lap dance to the Mr. Potato And Jesus Christ. Put her down, Tiddlywinks. Oh, come on, go and get Tiddlywinks. Oh, my God. Wally, can we ask you some more questions? Yeah, you better make it quick. This thing's spiraling out of control like a Nova Scotia frat party on a Saturday night with a donkey in the room. Um, now, now are you going to have time to get all the toys done? Are, are, are all the good boys and girls going to be able to get their presents? Well, you know, that's a very good question, Mr. Williams. A very good question because look at the crowd I got to work with here. I got, I got Melvin humping a fucking gingerbread man, okay? All right. I got Carmine. His candy cane stuck in a glory hole inside the gingerbread house. Okay. Elwood's got tube tube stuck up his shirt. He's walking around like Rachel Welch and Dolly Parton had a love child. Oh my God. 
and Garfunkel and Tiddlywinks are giving a lap dance to Mr. Potato Head with Malibu Bobby. You tell me if we're going to get done on time. Oh, I'm uh, wow. I'm sorry, Wally. I mean, it sounds like... Well, it sounds like I got a lot of work to do. Now, if you're finished here, I got to get back to this. Uh, yes, sir. I, I, I understand it. Hold on. Carmine? No. No, you don't. Get off of Teddy Ruxpin's forehead. What do you mean you're giving him a tea bag? You stick. Get the hell off Teddy Ruxpin's forehead, you sick party bite. Can you believe this shit? He's, he's, he's dangling his elf nuts on Teddy Ruxpin's forehead. Okay, well, well, we'll let you get going, and we'll check in with you again before Christmas, okay? Yeah, why don't you do that? Thank you for calling. I'm sorry that... Oh, my God. Hold on. Elwood, no. No, you do not wipe your elf bottom, okay? You do not pull down your elf pants and wipe your elf bottom on the side of Raggedy Ann's face. Oh, my God, I got to go. Okay, thank you, Wally. Oh, jeez, Elwood! Whoa. Wow. Yikes, that took a weird, wacky turn. Holy jumping. Oh, boy. Well, we don't want Christmas to get off on a sour note by any means. I mean, you know, maybe we just chalk that up as pressures of the of the workshop, right? I mean, they got a lot of toys to make for seven and a half billion people on planet Earth. Uh, but, you know, maybe while we're on the note of a sour Christmas, just for a second, I think maybe we should investigate this, do a little uh, Yuletide sleuthing. Um, you know, over the last little bit, there's been this controversy uh, over this song called Baby, It's Cold Outside. And basically, it's a it's a Christmas carol that's been around for 60 years. It's one of the regular classic Christmas carols that's in the lineup. But um, now people are saying, and I don't know who the people are, but some it, it, it's usually small little groups of people that affect the masses of the people. So I, a small group of people have deemed that the song is inappropriate and uh, and that there's too much suggestive wording in it. The song is about a man and a woman uh, clearly on a date, being flirtatious. Uh, and, you know, the, the man's feeling uh, romantic and the girl's feeling romantic, but it took place back in the 60s when things were a little more cordial. People didn't, didn't have sex on the first night. There was, there was a whole thing called courting and and uh, getting to know someone and building it up. So, so uh, you know, uh, romances were, were dragged out a lot longer and done in a more uh, respectable way for the most part, right? And so in this old song, it's a song about a, a girl who's over at the guy's house for a date. They're having a little nightcap, and, uh, and the snow starts coming down. It's Christmas and the girl says, uh, I better get going. I better get on my way. And the guy doesn't want to ruin the moment. It's obvious they're having a good time. And he's saying, he's saying, why don't you stay? It's cold outside. You know, it's snowing. It's miserable. We got drinks. We got each other. We got, we got love in our eyes. Why don't you just stay? And so the song's kind of a little romantic, uh, romantic play 
on two uh, two consenting adults uh, sharing a drink, being flirty, and uh, and now with the new connotations attached, because we've moved so far ahead in society, you know we're we're so more uh, far ahead than we were back in the fifties that now it's inappropriate to play a song that would suggest um, men and women flirt and have drinks and so on. And so uh, to make sure that nobody is offended, we will play the classic uh, Carol, Baby, It's Cold Outside, but we'll take out anything that we deem could be uh, misconstrued as offensive or aggressive or, uh, uh, you know, demeaning. We don't want anyone's feelings hurt. We don't want anyone's feathers ruffled. We don't want there to be any uh, sense of anything, uh, any wrongdoing. So we will take this classic uh, romantic Christmas carol, and we will play it for you now, but we will censor the parts that we deem to be uh, not appropriate. So you're still going to get your Christmas carol, you're just not going to be able to hear the stuff that we think you're not supposed to hear uh, because we think that it would turn you into a predator or we think it would, uh, you know, make everyone crazy. So to do the right thing, we are going to uh, edit out the bad parts and we hope you enjoy this Christmas classic Baby, it's cold outside. You know, on second thought... Yes? I really can't stay. Baby, it's cold outside. I've got to go away. Baby, it's cold outside. This evening has been... Hoping that you drop in. So very nice. I'll hold your... They're just like ice. My mother will... Oh, what's your hurry? My father will be... ...to the fireplace So really, I'd better... Please don't hurry. Well, maybe just... Some records. Fall. The neighbors might. But maybe it's. Strange. No cabs to be had out there. I wish I knew how. Your eyes are like. Break the spell. I'll take. Your hair looks. Not to say. No, mind sir. if I'm. Sir. I'm gonna say that I try. What's the sense of hurting? Can't oh, stay. baby, don't. Baby, oh, it's, it's cold, cold outside. outside. I simply must. Maybe it's cold outside. The answer is Maybe it's cold outside. The welcome has How been lucky that you dropped so in. Nice and warm. Look out the window at that storm. My sister will be Gash your lips. Brother will be there at the door. Waves upon a tropical shore. My maid Ned's mind is vicious. Gash your lips. Maybe just a cigarette more. Never such a blizzard before. I've got to get but home. Maybe Say, lend me a call. It's up to you out there. You've really been great. I thrill when you touch my... You see? How can you do this? Bound to be talked tomorrow. Think of my life. Please, there will be plenty implied. If you got pneumonia and die. I really... Ah, but it's cold outside. There you go. See? Censored for your protection. So now it's just, you know, it's just two people singing in a room talking about a snowstorm. There's nothing in there that should uh, disturb anyone or, or uh, freak anyone out. So there you go. 
Uh, that's the brand new version of Baby It's Cold Outside. And uh, now we can keep it in the rotation of all the other uh, songs. I think we got just about anything out that could uh, be deemed offensive um, or inappropriate. So there you go. You're welcome. Uh, free service uh, from from uh, me to you. Um, isn't it great? Isn't it wonderful? Isn't it festive? Okay, uh, let's move along here uh, down the Christmas uh, highway. And, and just before I move on, I just, I just want to remind you that towards the end of today's show, as I do every Christmas season, I put my head out on the chopping block, I warm up my singing pipes, my, my trachea, my, my esophagus, my labia, my uterus, whatever's, whatever the hell's in my throat, and I attempt to sing a Christmas carol as a little Christmas present to you, my faithful pavement pounders. So uh, that'll be today, towards the end of the podcast today. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll crank it up for you and uh, see if I can, uh, you know, lay a little caroling on your beautiful ears. No! Now, let, let me tell you about a little tradition I started doing at my place uh, at Christmas. And this is a lot of fun, and I don't care if you steal it. Please do. I came up with it on, on my own, and it's a fun, fun way to have a Christmas party. Uh, and it's just silly and not a lot of pressure. So here's what it's called. I call it the 99-cent store Christmas party. We all know, you all have one in your neighborhood, a 99-cent store, the dollar store, the 89-cent store, whatever. There's there's always a, a store with, like, cheapy items, right? Like, you go in, and there's a, there's a porcelain angel. There's uh, there's boxes of cereal from a third world country. There's there's plastic toys that have more choking hazards on them than uh, you know a, a box of uh, Lego in uh, milk and cream. Okay, um, so you know you know the old the old box store. So what I do, I send out an invitation, and it says Harlan's. You are invited to Harlan's. 99-cent store Christmas party. And here's how it works. You pick a night, okay, somewhere between, like, now and Christmas. And uh, you invite all your friends, and you make an invitation. And what the invitation says is it's a 99-cent store Christmas party, and everybody who comes must bring one wrapped present from the 99 cent store or somewhere like that, you know, like it's gotta be a goofy, cheap present. That's like a dollar or less or whatever. Right now, the logic behind this is that everybody loves to get a present. Everybody likes to get a wrapped present. Everybody loves to open a present. What people don't like to do is spend a lot of money on presents and they don't want the pressure of having to pick out a good present that's appropriate or that that matches the person's vibe or 
or uh, matches the person's personality and they don't want to spend a lot of money on a present. They won't, don't want to take a lot of time on a present. So the 99 cent store party is what I tell is I say you have to bring one wrapped present. Each person has to bring one wrapped present from the 99 cent store uh, because if you don't bring, then somebody doesn't get. I write that on the invitation. If you don't bring, somebody else doesn't get. So everybody has to bring uh, a 99 cent store present. It doesn't matter how big or small it is. You just got to wrap it because we all love opening presents. It's no fun if it's just in a bag or there's no wrapping on it. That The fun is, uh, you know, it's almost more fun opening a present than getting a present, right? And so the other step is when people come in, they have to place their 99 cent store present in a giant box, okay? I put a great big box in the middle of the room and everyone just puts their present in there. It's anonymous. There's no names on them. There's no to. There's no from. It's just a wrapped present, and they all go in the big box, okay? So as everyone comes in, they put them in. The box fills up and up and up, and then everyone enjoys the party. Everybody has a drink. Everybody says hello. Everybody tells a joke. Whatever you do at a party. Uh, and at exactly 10 o'clock, so that the party starts at 7, which is a good hour. It's a good time to start a party because it's dark and everyone's done work. And, uh, you know, so I started at 7, and then I write on the invitation. I write, presents opened at 10 p.m. sharp. Because a lot of people don't want to stay really long at a party. Some people don't want to stay. My party says it's from 7 to midnight, right? So um, sometimes people just want to drop in for a little bit and then take off. They don't want to. They don't want to stay all the way to the end of the party. And so ten o'clock is like the perfect spot because it kind of keeps ev- the people there that were thinking of leaving early. It's like oh, they were going to leave at nine or nine thirty, but you know what? They're opening the presents at ten. Let's stay till at least ten. So that way, the bulk of all your guests at least stay till 10, and by the time the presents are all done with, it's 10.30. So it's a good way to keep people there, keep them engaged, keep them interested, and keep them excited about something. And, of course, it's a Christmas party, right? So you want to have a Christmassy thing. You know, it's one thing to just have people come and mill about and have an eggnog, but the, 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 the opening of the gift gives people something to look forward to, something fun, something Christmassy, right? And so at 10 o'clock, what I do is I turn off the music and I ring a bell and I say, attention, everybody, everybody, hold on, quiet, please. And then I direct everybody to go to the box and pick up one present. Okay, so now everyone at the party has one wrapped present in their hand. And you can, I hate to say it, even though it's adults, you can feel the excitement. You can feel the playfulness. You can feel the 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 childlike excitement coming out of everybody. It's re- it's actually really fun. And so now everybody has a present. They're holding it, and you don't want to do this thing where you you know it's okay. It's your turn. It would take forever. So what I do is I say, all right, everybody, we're gonna do a countdown. And when I count to three, everybody open your present at once. <laughs> And it's really fun. So I do it. It's like one, two, 
three, and then everybody just rips their present open at the same time. And it's so funny because, you know, as you know, the 99-cent store does not have the most top-quality stuff on the planet. And not everybody went to the exact 99-cent store, but people get the gist that you're you're supposed to wrap like a throwaway present or a little junky thing or a funny thing or something stupid or silly. So everyone opens their present at once, and you just hear the whole, all the paper crackling, and people are giddy, and, and then all of a sudden you just start to hear laughter. People start laughing out loud, and all of a sudden everybody's holding up their present, and they're all showing their presents to each other. It really uh, creates a festive mood and a Christmassy mood, and it's just a lot of fun because everyone's got these ridiculous presents. I mean, last year someone got like a machete. Uh, people get birth control kits. People get sponges. People get like the the junkiest stuff you've ever seen, you know. And it it just cracks everyone up. And everyone has the joy of opening a wrapped gift, and we all do it together. It's a communal moment, and uh, it's a lot of fun. And then people kind of stick around and and uh, you know laugh about it and blah blah blah. So there you go. That's the recipe for my my uh, Harlan's ninety nine cent store Christmas party. Uh, bring them in at seven. Have the tree, have the fire, have everything Christmassy, have some food, some drink. Start it at 7. On the invite, right, presents opened at 10 p.m. sharp, and then do it at 10 p.m. Because if you do it year after year, you want people to know that you're not joking around. And you can feel the excitement build. Presents open at 10 p.m., and then you got to put an end time on your party, like midnight or 11 o'clock or whatever, because if you don't, People have have an excuse to linger all night long. God. So there you go. Harlan's 99-cent store Christmas party. Tons of fun. I encourage you to try it if you're you're looking for an idea to have friends and family around uh, sometime before the the actual day of Christmas. And uh, let me know. If if you happen to try it, let me know if, if it went well, if you thought it was a good idea, if people liked it. Uh, it's a, it's a lot of fun at my house. I'll tell you that much. Uh, let me know if you do a 99 cent store Christmas party. I want to hear how it went. 323-739-4330. By the way, it's funny because, you know, you, you're, you get all kinds of weird reactions from your friends. They're like, what? 99 cent store. Isn't that kind of cheap? And are you sure I shouldn't wrap something bigger? And you have to tell them No. The whole gist of it is to just be silly and fun and wrap up a piece of junk and, uh, you know, uh, really try and make you the, the other person who's opening your gift laugh. So there you go. How about that? Um, what else can I tell you? Oh, I did a uh, Christmas show the other night. It was for a great cause. It was for a couple of causes. It was for, uh, it was like the Toys for Tots where you... If you come to the the stand-up comedy show, you got to bring a toy for a child. And also, it was to raise money and distribute a bunch of these toys to the poor, poor people who whose lives were devastated in the Northern California uh, forest fires just recently. 
uh, up in a place called uh, Paradise and some of the small towns up around that area in Malibu. Oh, my God. I know you heard about it in the news. People's homes were destroyed. People's lives were lost. And just it was just a horrible, horrible scene. And uh, you can only imagine what Christmas is going to be like for those poor families this year. And so when uh, I the, the uh, comedy club reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to be involved with uh, the show to uh, help, help uh, you know, bring bring presents and money and, and goodwill and cheer to these families that lost so much, I did not hesitate, man. I was down there in a flash. And so uh, I recorded the little the little Christmas uh, get-together, and, uh, you know, I had fun. I goofed around with the crowd. I mostly just talked to the crowd, as I usually do at these things. But I thought I'd play it for you, and you could share in the uh, the merriment and the the uh, the laughing and the silliness of uh, of um, this event. And by the way, at the beginning of the show, before the comedians came out, uh, we had it that a whole bunch of the firefighters and people from the uh, fire crews and all those people that were on the ground helping in the fires. They came out on stage, and people just gave them a huge roaring applause. And, you know, those, those firemen and firewomen and fire people, all those people are really just heroic in what they do. And, uh, you know, they, they risk their lives, and they, they really go out there to try and help and, and save people and property on the forest and everything. So our hat's off to them, and uh, here it is. A little like 15 or 20 minute stand up set at the comedy store in uh, in uh, Los Angeles in Hollywood, California. We'll, we'll play this for you. Hopefully, it gives you a few laughs. And then on the other side, I will sing my magic Christmas carol for you. So, without further ado, here we go. This is yours truly live doing the Toys for Tot show for the firefighters. At the comedy store on Sunset Boulevard. The next comic that here's that's here before for you tonight, uh, please put your hands together for Larry Smith. All right, perfect. Nailed it. What a delight to be here. Uh, Taylor Stein asked me to come down and do his show, and I go, what's it all about, guy? And he goes, it's, uh, it's for kids, and we all love kids, right, gang, sir? <laughs> we all love kids. And, uh, you know, I said, I'll, I'll do it. And uh, I go, what's the show called? And he goes, Toys for Twops. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I don't like that. Uh, couldn't call kids names. We were all kids once. Maybe you were a kid once. Uh, what a treat. How are you? Sir, if you can uncross your arms trying to do a show. Uh, how are you beautiful girls right here? We got you with the little fun little hat. Isn't that fun? Maybe later me and you can go steal a hundred one Dalmatians together. <laughs> You with the, uh, what's that, is that sea otter? 
Or someone get her an abalone and see if she'll crack it on her stomach with a rock. And you, of course, we don't have to say anything. Uh, beautiful, beautiful. Look at all these toys. Isn't this fun, ma'am? Where's your, there's an empty seat. You're here alone? Oh, sad. We don't want to see that during the holidays, right? People alone? Are there any single guys here tonight? Dude, you want to come up and sit with the beautiful lady? It's my Christmas gift to you. Dude, this could be the best present for the rest of your life, bro. There we go. Merry Christmas. You guys actually look good together, too. What's your name? Michelle? Johnny. Johnny and Michelle. I think we have a new Bon Jovi song. <laughs> Sir, you're probably single. Are you looking? <laughs> Ladies, are you single? There's an empty seat right there, huh? All three of you single? Well, fuck, maybe I'll sit there. You come up here, I'm gonna go there. I bet you like a guy with a nice car, huh? Right, one of these ones, the ones that start like that, right? Chip chimmery, chip chimmery, chip chip. Someone like that they can steal puppies real good at the night. You can close your legs and smell something. <laughs> Christ, fucking reeks. Jesus Christ. It's like Mary Callender's lasagna over there. Are you excited, bud? Isn't she beautiful? How long have you been single, bro, Sefiosh? Couple of years? Did it end bad, the last one? No, we're still friends. We're, you're still friends? I don't think she needs to hear that. <laughs> Ma'am, what about you? A year. So a year, two years, that's three years of aloneness, huh? And then I walk into your lives. You don't live here. That's okay. That's okay with him. He'll stalk. He'll travel. <laughs> Doesn't he have beautiful Ted Bundy eyes? <laughs> I think you're a good couple. I hope it works out. Are you texting? Who are you texting? That's okay. That's what people do now. I saw you, you hid it under the table. What? Your sister? What, did you text her my, my material? <laughs> He's got Ted Bundy eyes. <laughs> See if she's laughing. See if she's laughing. Check your phone. See if she's laughing. Ma'am, if you could look away, I don't like your eyes. <laughs> this fun, the holiday. Isn't that, don't you that Teddy Ruxpin over there? How about that fucking guy, huh? Remember Teddy Ruxpin, the talking teddy bear? God. Wouldn't you love to see Satan possess that little fella? Some <laughs> kid pulls the string. Oh, I don't tell you, I'm gonna eat your soul, Billy. 
okay, maybe not holiday theme material. How are you, guy? You doing good? The little hat? That fun? Got a check mark on it? What's your name, kid? Steve? Okay. You working, buddy? Where do you work, Steve? Where? Nexus. Nexus? Nexus the car. So you work in a car. In the trunk or in the, in the front? Huh? You drive the Nexus. You have the only one. Okay, selfish. Uh, sir, if you could take your hand off your chin. Uh, where's your sister you have, love? Your tw you have a twin sister? There's an empty seat right there. Where is she? She's in New York. You miss her? Probably hard during the holidays, huh? So she's, uh, um. Are you gonna see her? Are you gonna see her all during the holidays, love? She'll be back. What day will she be back exactly? What is it? Next week. What day is what I want? Back what day? <laughs> Wednesday, okay. What time's the flight get in? No idea, you're just gonna let her wing it? <laughs> well, we all travel during the holidays, right guys? So if you could put your leg down. I was traveling recently. Anybody here drive at all? Who, who drives? Anybody, you drive? What do you drive, guy? You did the, you, it looks like you fist more than drive. You see this fucking guy with Billy Idol over here. What do you drive, player? A challenger? That sounds intimidating. I'd like to see this guy with road rage. Fuck. Where was the last place you drive, guy? Las Vegas? It's a long, empty road out there, huh? Yeah, sir, if you can laugh on the others, do. <laughs> I was driving recently, and you drive, right, bro? Where was the last place you drove, for example? Kentucky? Okay. Oh, chicken people? You drove to Kentucky, bro? How come, bro? That's where you're from, so you drove to where you were from. That's weird. So what'd you get in the car, cross the border into Ohio, and then drive right back in, because that's where you're from? You, out. Don't want you watching my show. You just burned yourself there, bro. Lock <laughs> much, bro? I <laughs> load a tiny Tim at Christmas over here. <laughs> that guy just wrote my material for me. I was bombing with the Kentucky guy, and then some Christmas fucking magic happened. <laughs> 
The show is just going downhill with all I drive into my own state. Nice, nice uh, drinking. Um, I, uh, I drove recently through the country. Ma'am, have you ever driven through the country, my love? No, you've never driven through the country at all? You drove through Napa? Sure. Guess what, ma'am? That's the fucking country. You didn't know you were in the country? John, I think the buildings have gone underground. What were you doing up in Napa? I bet you're doing some service. You're doing some wine tasting, right, guy? Wine tasting? Were ya? See, told you, fuckhead. <laughs> guy, you've probably driven through the country, huh? Put the glass. You got glasses. You probably pull the roof down when you drive, huh? Well, this fuck. You want to do a little routine for us now? <laughs> Come on, do another trip. Let's see. <laughs> Give my son a hand. Isn't he a blast? That's my son. Give my son Donnie. He's pre-op. He's going to be a girl in the morning. Give him a hand. Who wants to pop my son's cherry in the morning? Give him a hand. There's a girl in the back with an American flag on her sweater. I see you, ma'am, sitting all alone, lonely. Is there someone with you tonight, love? There is. There is? <laughs> Where is he? She got up and went to the bathroom, okay? Number one or number two? Huh? Don't know. No, but I do, I ask. <laughs> oh, is that her? Yeah. Ma'am? <laughs> Lemonade or loaf? <laughs> is she looking? <laughs> Ma'am, are you in the bathroom, love? Yeah, lemonade or loaf? Huh? Lemonade. Lemonade. Saving the loaf for later. <laughs> Why am I looking at this crowd over here? This guy earlier called you a fucker, remember? Did you like that when I said that? I said fucker right to you. Did you like it? You did? How come, bro? You're from Germany. You are fuckers, yeah. I nailed that one, huh? I love your accent. You want to hit Ikea later, bro? That's Swedish? Who said that? Swedish? Okay, thanks, Google Earth, all right? I can't do my own fucking act up here? What the... Suddenly I get corrected by the geography team. Like I didn't know uh, fucking Ikea was Swedish, right? See, when you're doing comedy, you gotta, you gotta react in a split second, right? So when I hear a goofy, fucked up European accent, 
I gotta join the dots like uh, Molly Ringwald with a sharpie on her fucking face, you know? And so right away I thought, what's gonna elicit a laugh from this fucking nutty hammered crowd, right? Boom, German, yeah, I'm from Germany. Boom, Ikea, boom, you took the bait and laughed. You're all fuckers. That's the one dog that fell out of your hands and went under the wheel. Isn't that fun? That fun, she ran over. Now there's only a hundred Dalmatians. Right here, faster. How are you, sir? Nice beard, Isis? You having fun, love bug? You're missing your sis, aren't you? What's your name, your little sis? Elizabeth, is she fine? She nice? Now you said you're twins, right? Who's older? Who came out? Here we go, gang. Here we go. Sir, here we go. Who came out first and who came out second? She's older by how long? And so you're gonna like this, it's gonna be incremental. Germans like the exact thing. It's gonna be incremental. It's gonna be a matter of seconds, maybe minutes at the most. Hold on to your uh, polar sausage. What do you, how, how much uh, older is she? Huh? Four and a half minutes, bro. Does that turn you on, guy? You have a girlfriend. Where is she, bro? Back in Germany, Dusseldorf, Cologne, Hamburg, Stuttgart, name a city, fuckface. <laughs> Stuttgart? Frankfurt. What part is the Frankfurt? Liebenstraßen? West End. It's pronounced West End, sir. West End. What street, guy? You won't tell me, bro. It doesn't work when you say bro, by the way. I won't tell you, bro. It's like you say, what's up, Jive Turkey? Just doesn't work. And if you could put your drink down doing a show with the German gentleman. How's it going? Any uh, any fireworks yet, bro? Dude, uncross the arms. That's that's, that's, that's no, that's standoffish energy. Like, be open, be open to the vibe. There you go. Do you want to hold hands at all? Get away. All right. Maybe do it at the Arby's drive-through later. <laughs> All right, let me do one joke. Just, can I do one joke? Ich einen Ufleischen Augen. I was driving through the country, ma'am. And uh, what did I see? What do you see in the country, huh? Check mark Charlie. Huh? Hills. Okay. I was gonna say cows, but and I will say cows. Fuck you. I saw some cows. I was driving through the country. I saw some cows, right? You've seen cows, right, Brosh? 
You ever see cows with your twin? You're both bobbing down the highway in your pink convertible with fucking subway wrappers on your face. I see some motherfucking cows, right? I stop the car, bro. I pull over. I walk up to the barbed wire guy. Right, you've seen barbed wire. You've got it around your teeth. And I pull, I pull, I walk right up to the barbed wire. There's the cows. I go, you fat fox, you fat milk squirting fox, you stupid fat milk squirting bastards. And I'm like, holy shit, oh my god! I realized in that moment I'm lactose intolerant, right? <laughs> Folks, that was my one joke. You know what? This toys for twats thing isn't for me. Oh, yeah. So there you go. There you go. I finally got to one joke at the end of my set. And did you notice it got the least amount of laughs? <laughs> I finally did one joke and uh, it kind of ate it. But everything else, just the rest of that, I just was made it up in the moment. I just uh, just uh, flying by the seat of my pants right out of the gate. And I got to tell you, man, that's just so much. It's almost more fun than doing jokes because jokes, I rehearse them. I write them. I know what's coming. But that, if you listen to that whole set, I didn't know what was coming one word to the next. And it's kind of fun and thrilling and, and spontaneous. And I, it just it gives me a charge. So that was a good time. Once again, our thanks to all the uh, amazing uh, safety, fire, and rescue people who are out there, not just in California, but in all of our communities. Uh, if you can find a way to tweet them or mention them on your Facebook and just remember them during the holidays and say a, a, a cheerful, grateful thank you to them, uh, I know they would probably appreciate it. So, uh, so there you go. So that that's uh, that was the little uh, Yuletide cheer at the comedy club. And now, oh, drum roll, please, as we finish up the show. Why don't we finish it with my yearly Christmas carol to you guys, the pavement pounders, from me to you, and uh, we'll belt out a tune, and then we'll uh, we'll end the show. Just before I do that, a few quick announcements. Um, we will be doing the uh, Harland Highway Santa Claus Parade next show. So that'll be perfect. It'll be just in time before Christmas. The Santa Claus Parade is called by John Starter and John Waters. And uh, that's going to be a ton of fun and uh, and uh, very Christmassy. So that'll be the next podcast. Uh, and uh, as if you want to check out my uh, stand-up comedy uh, schedule, there are some new dates posted at harlanwilliams.com. Also, you can leave a voicemail. You can leave a email. Remember, I want to hear about your, uh, if you decide to do the 99-cent store Christmas party, leave me a little message and tell me how it went. Hopefully it's a hit. 323-739-4330. want to hear about it. And uh, don't forget to get our free app. And don't forget to get uh, to the Harland Highway um, uh, store. If you want any of uh, the merchandise we sell, you have to get in there. Uh, it'll be cutoff time by the end of this week. I don't know if we'll be able to get it to you by Christmas, but we'll try. So if you want any of the fun merchandise we have for sale at harlowilliams.com, 
Get in there. Okay, enough. Let's do this. Let's get to the Christmas carol. Well, here we go, everybody. It's Christmas. This is the time of year when I sing a Christmas carol to you, the faithful pavement pounders. So, let's do it, shall we? Yeah. Sleep away, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. God away is the bluebird. You stay is the bluebird. He sings a love song as we go along. Walking in a winter wonderland. In the meadow, we build a snowman. And pretend that he's marshaled bound. He'll say, Are you married? We'll say, No, man. But you can do the job when you're in town. Later on, we'll conspire as we dream by the fire. To face our grave, the plans that we made, walking in a winter wonderland. <laughs> yes, everybody, Merry Christmas. I hope you have a great, happy holiday with you and your family. From me to you, Harlan Williams here at the Harlan Highway. Happy, happy holidays. In the meadow, we build a snowman. He's a circus clown We'll have lots of fun with Mr. Snowman Until the other kitties knock down When it's old, ain't it thrilling Through your nose, gets a chillin' We'll follow you play the Eskimo way Walking in a winter wonderland To face unafraid the plan to be made in winter wonderland. <laughs> yeah, feels good. Merry Christmas, everybody. Yes, Merry Christmas, everybody. Thank you for being here, everybody. I hope you're having a great festive holiday season. Uh, the upcoming weeks few more weeks till the big day and uh, just put a smile on your face. Put a twinkle in your eye. Remember what it's like to be a kid. Remember this is the season of joy and caring and giving. We don't get that all through the year, but don't forget that that's what this is really about. And share a smile or a handshake or a hug with a stranger or a friend as you walk along on your merry way through these holidays. So we'll catch you next time. Don't forget the Santa Claus uh, Christmas Parade next episode of the Harland Highway Podcast. Thanks for being here, and until next time, ho, 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 and chicken chow mein, baby. It's like I'm working with a bunch of crack addicts running around with hammers and screwdrivers. It's frightening. <laughs>